We'll check it out, y'all. We got what you need. We're all living in apartments, condos, vans. Well, dude, even you can have a studio. A studio in a box. Yes, we can help you with that right here at Blind Knowledge. We work on your budget, and we figure out your measurements. We'll get you the best sound for the best price. Let me know, 877-237-1143 or at blindknowledge.com. Yep. Welcome, welcome to Maniacal Music, Musings, and that shit almost threw me off. I'm your host, Jeremy, as always, guiding you into the super unknown, wait, wrong show, wrong show. I felt, but I, you know, <laughs> I fell on black days recently in this, black hole, in this black hole fucking sun called Earth. I need to ride my wave as daylight dies, and that's all I got for me this fucking week. My co-host, though. Oh, my co-host. He will break the silence and tell you to reject yourself. The ladies call him daddy after he fucks them blind. They call, the, the MILFs call him the mailman in these desperate times. Chancy motherfucking Grife. Hi. Yes, your musers are back once again for another episode. Our second in like three days. Y'all are welcome. We're just, we slave for you. We slave. But of course, we are joined by a guest, as always. And our guest today is Kevin Gautier. Gautier. Why the fuck am I throw a French accent on that? Right. <laughs> but he's a stand-up comedian, a TV show host, and host of the Gutting the Sacred Cow podcast. And I love that fucking name. I love it. Yeah, buddy. Nothing like gutting. If you're going to gut a cow, make sure it's a sacred cow. Come on. Do it right. But... But welcome to the show, Kevin. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you for having me. How's it going tonight? Good? Yeah. It's going all right over here. How are you doing right. tonight? Not bad. It's monsooning over here in North Jersey. So uh, hopefully the lights don't go out. That would suck. Massachusetts. So, yeah, monsooning here, too. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I saw your East Coast. I was on your site real fast. I was like, oh, easy East Coast. Nice. Hence the dogs going batshit in the background, I assume. I know one's in heat and the other one just wants to get out of his cage and hump 24-7, so. Oh, sweet. Me too. Yeah, yeah I know, right? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I can't blame him, but at the same time, it's annoying as shit. Mm. But, Kevin, why don't you tell us a little bit about what your podcast is first before we get started? I'd be glad to. It's my second favorite topic to talk about besides myself. Gutting the sacred <laughs> cow. Thank you. We'll pause for a laughter next time. I'm a professional, for Christ's sakes. Gutting the Sacred Cow is the best movie podcast you'll ever hear. Why? Because we're very different than any other movie podcast. We invite guests to pick a film they find overrated or hate and try to convince us to see their argument. But here's the twist. The film must meet one of these criteria. Widely beloved, critically acclaimed, or a financial success. So you can't come on and go, well, Friday the 13th party, that's a real piece of shit. Yeah, we know that. We give a platform to those people with uh, an unpopular opinion about some of our most popular films ever. 
People have tried to come on and do Jaws, Back to the Future, Matrix, Die Hard, The Dark Knight. This week's episode, The Crow. Upcoming episodes, Blazing Saddles, uh, Annie Hall. Can you believe that? The Godfather. People hate these films. Want to know why they hate them? Can they convince us or even get us to have a slight change of our scores? Gutting the Sacred Cow on all podcast platforms, Apple, Spotify, Google, and of course, YouTube, where you can watch our smug, smiling faces as we cast our snootier-than-thou opinions about films and see if, again, if our guests are right, if we're indifferent, or they're just wrong and assholes. GuttingTheSacredCow at gmail.com if you want to hang out with us. Uh, drop us a line. Advertise with us. Give that a whirl. Thanks again, fellas, for the uh, for the time. I love that premise. I, Thank you. Couple, all right. I'm pretty sure Chancey saw, saw me smiling like a bandit over here, and he has an idea why I have in mind. But have you done Princess Bride or Spaceballs yet? Yes and yes. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Funny See, enough, you I'm say not- that Spaceballs was the third film that was done, third or fourth film that was done. And every year, one of the uh, one of us, are the host, sit and we call the gutters chair and they pick a film that they want to decide to to completely disassemble i sat down and did princess bride and explained why it's an unabashed piece of shit we are gonna be best friends we are gonna be best fucking friends (laughs) chancy's like poor andre poor andre (laughs) i mean it's understandable i love andre the giant but that doesn't make the movie like an instant classic. I, I enjoyed it, but I also talk, enjoyed it for what it was. Talk to some bastards I know who can tell them different, but never liked it as a kid, never liked it as an adult. Never saw it as a kid. Saw it as an adult that they're much critically acclaimed by fellow podcasters. Went back in and in their faces, and I was like, What the fuck are you smoking? This movie is trash. Mm-hmm. And Spaceballs, I'm a Star Wars fan, so that's why I hate that, but simple enough. <laughs> but I just think it's the, the jokes are so weak. And mm-hmm. terrible and hacky and schmaltzy. I get it's camp, but it, it's just oh, it's a comb in a desert. Oh, it's wordplay. Okay, all right. What else you got? Oh, we're I jamming the radar. Oh, okay, we're jamming. Okay, jam. Okay, and then just the the the, the second grader esque double entendres. I love double entendres too, but man, these are all jokes that second graders write, and it's just such la- lazy jokes and humor. I I I, I find it to be annoying and quite irksome yeah that's a, you. that's a reasonable argument i know <laughs> I, 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 I do i have almost 200 episodes i better be have a fucking rock solid argument <laughs> either pro or con the film that we are discussing Oof. sometimes yeah. it's sometimes we're indifferent sometimes like ah i see your point i'm not gonna die in the hill Sometimes we're like, fuck, this movie is trash. And sometimes like, you're an asshole. This movie is amazing. And you're just a jerk off. Well, okay. I'm just hoping the Godfather went the ladder, but the God, what are you saying? It's an amazing film. Yeah. Well, you'll find out next week. Oh, there we go. So now it's time for everybody listening to grab their phones or iPads, grab your podcast app and click subscribe. And when, and I repeat when, we charm the pants off of you. It would really be a helpful thing. Just a two second little favor to ask. Leave us that five star rating, two or three sentence review, wherever you listen to podcast. It really does help with us in the algorithm. And I love screen shooting my favorite reviews. So make them witty kids. Make them witty.
And Chancy, I hope you're taking notes because that's how you podcast. But you're goddamn right. <laughs> <laughs> but let's start this off the right way, as always. Kevin, what CD did you choose to bring, and why do you want to bring it? Oh my God, it's been a minute tonight since I heard someone decide to call it a CD, which makes me happy. I chose Soundgarden's best album, Super Unknown. I believe it's 1993 without even looking. I'll double check myself, but I'm pretty damn sure. I think you are right, if I'm not mistaken, but I haven't looked at it in a, about a week. Because <laughs> it's, as everybody knows, this episode was postponed for personal reasons. 94, I'm wrong. I'll take okay. 10 lashes oh. on my ass right now. Chance to get your paddle, but. And uh, actually, you're right. You're right. It is 94 because I picked my seat around that area too for that reason. So, but why did you want to bring the CD out of all the CDs in the world? I had a few, one, a couple of that you've done. Uh, because people get all hot and, and by and hot and what the fuck is wrong with me? High and mighty about what is the best grunge album and i can argue obviously nirvana in your row i think never mind it's just too fucked out now i've heard it too many times and it's still good don't get me wrong unplugged allison chain's dirt can definitely argue that too but i don't think super unknown really is getting the credit that it truly deserves people know black hole sun but mm-hmm. there are a ton more uh, so- better songs on there than black hole sun and most importantly, why I chose this album is I choose other albums I think that are the best. has the most bangers per album i'm not gonna funny real very funny quick aside don jameson of that metal show has been on our podcast several times he is a nice. prince and a gem he has had me on his podcast several times and kind of stolen and as he will admit my idea and it's called gutting the sacred album where he has me pick an album i feel that is overrated and explain why it is the first one i did ozzy oz oh, sorry black sabbath paranoid the second one i did ACDC, Back in Black. Why? Because they don't have the high number of banger tracks on them. And some of those are just victims of their own success, unfortunately. Especially Back in Black. I'm not saying it sucks by any stretch. They're both solid albums. I'm saying for it to be called a classic, it needs to have a way better than 50% strike rate for having a banger track on that album. And Super Unknown has that in spades. I oh, I definitely agree about ACDC. I think all their I think all their albums are a little overrated, but that's me. Now that's I, silly talk, and I won't stand for that. <laughs> <laughs> well, personally, you are the second person to bring Soundgarden in this show. I think the first was Chancey, if I'm not mistaken. Right, Chancey? Right. Um, uh, I'm not sure if it was me or not. Oh no, it was Phil. It was. It was yeah, I was gonna say. Me. I thought it was. I thought it was the guest. Yeah. It, it was Phil from Yaha Podcast. He brought on Soundgarden. Bad Motorfinger, I think, is what it yeah, was. Bad, bad of, of, course, of course he did, because he's not going to do the first album. He's not going to do, oh, what was 97 with uh, Ty Cobb and Pretty Noose and all that one? I forgot the name of that album. 
He's not going to bring those that either of those on. So it had to be bad motor finger. Which bad motor finger? I Soundgarden. I'm not the biggest fan of. I mean, bad motor finger was okay, and super unknown though was good. I mean, I definitely was able to get a top five out of it without even freaking questioning it. And yes, Black Hole Sun is not number one. That's for sure. Nope. Nope. It's on the top five, but it's not number one. But I mean, personally, I I'm just not a Soundgarden fan. Um, what's his name? Chris what Cornell. Cornell. My wife would slap me right now if I didn't know his name. But Chris Cornell. Uh I mean he's a good singer. He's a good singer, but I don't feel like his singing was really amplified on this album as much as it was on um Bad Motor Finger. I mean, mm-hmm. besides Black Hole Sun. I mean, but the rest of the songs I don't think he I don't think they let him sing the way he should have sang. I mean, that's my personal opinion. I can't <laughs> I can't speak for everybody in the world because Lord knows I can't. There's a reason chance he needs support groups. But uh but it's I mean a fact. I, I enjoyed the album overall. I mean, it was definitely rocking, it definitely had a lot of bangers, and I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. But Chancy, what did you think of Super Unknown? I honestly I'm I'm a fan of Soundgarden. So when I found out about you know this being the album that was chosen, I didn't even really have to listen to it. I already knew my honorable mention, top five, uh solid. It was, I mean, it's really, I mean, Kevin covered the whole gamut there. I mean, it's got a lot of bangers, a lot of classic stuff that I just remember growing up with. It's, there's honestly so little that I could say against this album. It's, 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 it's gold. Or Bingo. Thanks for having common sense. Yeah. You know, I, I try. I mission am just mission accomplished. I am not a fan of '90s grunge. That's just the thing. Like, I've hated on more grunge bands in the show than I. Could. I mean, I when Chancey brought on Tool, I brought I fucking unleashed on it. But, Tool's not grunge. Stop it. Yeah, I know. I know. He's got no taste, dude. He's got no taste. We've Tool's been doing this, Unique Tool's, taste. Tool. Tool's <laughs> not grunge, guys. That's that's. It's the All four. Right. It's the four of the main. Oh, well, if you want to go, I'll do it very fast. Obviously, it's Soundgarden. Obviously, it's Pearl Jam. Obviously, Nirvana wrote the book. Alice in Chains. Then, of course, we have the, the, the second tier, the Mother Love Bone, the Temple, the Dog, the Green, De- uh, the Green Hell, excuse me. Um, those kind of bands. Um, Screaming Trees. That, yep. that, that whole. Basically, if you're out of Seattle, you were part of it, with the exception of Pearl Jam. Those are the big ones. <laughs> those are the big ones. I'm not Stone Temple Pilots, not grunge. Some people try and lump that in there. Nope. No, thank you. Hard rock, absolutely not grunge. All right. Well, there's your lunch and grunge for the week, ladies and gentlemen. But you're welcome. <laughs> but Kevin, what would be your top five was any album mentions you had on your CD? Top five songs on that album. Well, the, the self-titled track, bang, super unknown itself. Why, why, why not start anywhere else but there? That's a banger. I absolutely love Spoon Man. I'm oh, sorry. I take it back. I hate Spoon Man. That's one song I don't like. Limo Wreck, love it. Kickstand, love it. Fourth of July, love it. Fresh Tendrils, love it. I'm missing one more, aren't I? If I you want to throw an mention in, yeah, of course. Damn. Oh, Head Down, love it. Never even, always skip past it for a while. Saw them live on their last tour before uh, Chris decided to, you know, hang himself. They played Head Down. 
And man, what a banger. Yeah, right. Yeah, but well, fell in black days, eh. My wave, eh. Let me drown, eh. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. You're not going to love me on this one, then. <laughs> All right. My number five was my wave. Okay. And I, I don't really have specific reasons for any of these. It's just these were the ones that stuck out the most to me, and these were the ones that actually I really got into, like, headbanging with and whatnot. Number four was Super Unknown, of course, because that's a damn good song. Yep. Number three is Black Hole Sun because I had to put it in the top five and I it didn't make its way and I got pushed down a couple times. Number two was Mailman. Okay. Mainly because of that line, I know I'm heading to the bottom, but I'm riding you all the way. Like that's an amazing line right there. I've been there in life, and that's a freaking when you're going to the bottom, but you can take someone with you. <laughs> it makes it a little bit better, a little bit better. But number one for me was Fallen Black Days. You fucked out. <laughs> it's too fucked out for me. It's all right. It, it just got again. You want to say victim of its own success? I, but I was never on board from jump when that came out. So I'm the wrong person mm. to ask about that one. Well, considering I never heard the CD until last week, so. <laughs> but besides Black Hole Sun, obviously, everybody who's been a supermarket knows that song. But Chancy, what are your rankings, good sir? Uh, so my honorable mention was uh, "Like Suicide." Okay, it's a good, uh, it's a good song. That wasn't bad, actually. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, um, number five was "Fell on Black Days." Uh, number four was "Black Hole Sun." Mm-hmm. Number three was uh, "Spoon Man." Yeah. Uh, two was "Super <laughs> Unknown." Oh, I'm sorry. No, two was kickstand. Number one was super yep. unknown. What's up, CL? Uh, see, at least I didn't have fucking uh, Spoon Man in mind. There you go. Yeah, not not a not a fan of that one, but that's cool. Hey, listen, that's uh, that's your list. That's a lot of blackness. Sure is. I'm not sure you're referring to CL, but okay, <laughs> I'll go with it. Uh, but I mean, all right. I mean, yeah. Like I, I mean, like I said, it's Soundgarden's never bad. I don't mind listening to them ever. I mean, there's been a lot, a lot of worse bands I brought on this show before, but I wrestled a bear once. But give me, I your, mean, give me like the worst three bands that someone brought on here: Cottonmouth um, Kings. Oh, for you. Christ's sakes! Fuck you! Thank you! you. Thank you! Uh, it's uh, fucking trash. Yeah. All right. Um, who the fuck's the guy I hate? Chance? I can't think of the name. Which one? You fucking hate everything, dude. No, I do not. Um, <laughs> oh, Sun... What the fuck his name is? Sunhouse. Sunhouse. Never heard of him. He's Thank a blues you. man. He's like old school blues. Chance you made me sit through a fucking hour and a half of that shit. Yup. You bastard. But um, uh, then this other group, I don't even know the fucking name of, but it was all like... sound like video game music. Daft Punk. Uh, no, no. <laughs> I think that I think that punk actually would appreciate it a little more than this band. But um, and then uh, who's the other one? I can't even think of the other one that was really that bad. Uh, there was another one that was like the same. Oh, what's that one that Shannon brought on twice? That, oh that folk, shit! That that folky fucking band. That doesn't narrow anything down. I know. <laughs> um, shit! I can't think of the name of it. <laughs> hey, it's it's a 
very folky uh, hippie band type of shit. I, I couldn't say that. Still doesn't narrow anything down. I know. Shanna brought it on, dude. That should narrow it down for you. But You said twice. So now I have to think back, A, to the albums or the shows that she was on. Oh, oh that's what she meant. There's a lot of black titles in that album. Oh, oh yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. And uh, she loves your lamp, Chancy. Nice. Thank you. Is, is she like special? is she like Brick from Anchorman? I love Lamp. <laughs> no, no, that's no. awesome though. <laughs> that's, that's hilarious. But nah, she awesome. She she has an amazing relationship podcast. But yeah, it's it's fun. But yeah, I mean, other than that, there, there's been other bands too that I just couldn't fucking stand. But I mean, it's usually usually I can at least stand it. Usually I can at least stand it enough to get top five. It, there's, I don't think there's ever been a time I couldn't get a top five off a band, but that's me personally. I don't know, Chancy, who are your worst three? Besides uh, Cottonmouth Kings. Besides Cottonmouth Kings. So okay, so the other two. Oh Jesus! Um, there was one of the Avantasia albums that you brought that I wasn't a fan of. The band's okay, but the band—I don't remember the album itself because it was forgettable. We only did three. Um, I know it's thirty-three percent chance to suck. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of another one that I just absolutely despised. Chris Webby. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Q. There you go, Q. Oh my God. Well, yeah, Chris. I actually didn't mind Chris Webby. He reminds me of a lot of rappers I listen to. So. I don't know. You ever heard Chris Webby, Kevin? Nope. He, You're not he, missing anything. Uh, he, he some of his lyrics aren't bad. Some of his lyrics aren't bad, but he basically is a wannabe Eminem. Wannabe Eminem, but no good. Yeah, you know the world needs more of those. But the album that I decided to bring today, because well, for various reasons, besides it just being an amazing album, but the album I decided to bring. Is corn's corn because Kevin brought, I'm like, all right, I don't know really, I'm like, there's so many bands I can match Soundgarden to. There really is. Bands I like, but I'm like, all right, all right. So when I when I get to that point where I can't pick a band, I usually go by the year the CD came out, and I try to pick something the year the CD came out. I'm like, what came out in 94? I'm like, a lot of good shit came out in 94. But I'm like, I was thinking Corner Ready, along with a bunch of other bands. I Iron Maiden almost, um, it was too early for Lordy, I think. And just, it was too early for a lot of the bands I love. But I was thinking Manson too for a hot second. But then I'm like, you know what? I haven't brought Corn on the show yet. Let's bring Corn's first album that came out in 94 because it was an instant classic. And 
some of the subjects t- touched on it are fucking need to be touched on. They need to be touched on in the nineties, and they were just dark. Like even the album cover, just showing like the dad staying over the girl in the swing, and it looks like Freddy Krueger in the shadow. Like it's just insane. The album cover. So I mean, I had to bring it in. This album has a lot of fucking high spots. So I would, eh, it'd be perfect. I thought so. I brought Corn's Corn, but Kevin. What did you think of Korn's debut album? I think it fucking sucks. I think it fucking sucks. I never liked Korn. I had a roommate in college who loved Korn. I listened to that. I go, you know what? Let me give it the old college effort again. I think every fucking song sounds the same. So it's the same. It's the same like vein that Godsmack and all those guys ripped from. But literally every fucking song sounds the same. There's nothing that variates itself. It's the same chord structure. It's the same cadence. It's the same horse shit. I fucking hate corn. So I said, all right, let's give it another shot. Nope. I was right back in 1994. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, and actually, they don't do any of the beatboxing on this one. They don't do that till um, the Freak on a Leash album. I forget what the fuck it's called this second. But Yeah, Freak uh, on a Leash. Uh, is it called? That? I thought the album was called. Oh, no, the album's called Follow the Leader. Oh, yeah, that's it. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, they don't do any of the beatbox until that shit. Like that—that's that's when they started that, and that's when they eventually started working with Daft Punk and other bands in the future as well. But or not, not Daft Punk. Never been not, Daft Punk. Not, da- not, da- not Daft Punk. Um, Skrillex. Skrillex. Oh, even worse. I'd rather be Daft Punk. Actually, the album they do with Skrillex is really good because their styles just mesh perfectly. But in my opinion, that album will be on here eventually. I'm just waiting for the right album to bring it again. But Chancy, what did you think of Korn's debut album? See, I I liked the first two albums, but that was pretty much it for me. I mean, it was it was good, but I mean, Kevin's got a point. There's a lot of similar sound and structure, and you gonna tell me I Nirvana? Mean, you tell me you're gonna tell me Nirvana sound different different every fucking song they did? No, they didn't. Oh, my, oh please, <laughs> please fucking do a side by side comparison of Nirvana. Nirvana did ballads. They did fucking other shit too, besides the hard shit. Corn showed no variation. It's all 12 fucking songs of the same exact shit. And I emphasize and underscore shit. Nirvana, way more variety. Motherfucker, they're the first ones to do successfully unplugged. I don't see Corn doing that shit. So I think you should take that opinion and just sprinkle it away in the wind. I love this guest. I just do. <laughs> I really do. I could take being sh- my music being shit on. I'm used to it because of. I mean, you can't. You cannot tell me Nirvana had to fucking. All the songs sound the same. That's just fucking stupid, right there. It's ridiculous. Oh, I mean that I lovingly. Mean, I mean that lovingly. I'm not trying to sound, you know, pejorative, but. It's well, so- I mean, I mean, well, in my mind, you pick a lot of bands from the '90s. They sound the same. Tool, fucking. Hell, Why do you keep going good. back to the Tool well, man? I'll, yeah, listen, I'll I'll agree with you on Tool, but to say that Nirvana all sounds the same is fucking stupid. There's more, way more variety in with them than you could have grabbed any other grunge band. I would have like, man, maybe kind of not even Soundgarden. Maybe I would have let Alice in Chains. Actually, no, Alice in Chains not really either, but not not Nirvana. There's way more no, variety there. I never listened to Alice in Chains, so I can't comment. But all right. Yeah, Chanty's like, all right, I got an album for a future episode now. But <laughs> I've already brought them on the show, dude. Oh, okay, then I have listened. Oh, yeah, you did. I have listened to them. Okay, yeah, they weren't bad. They weren't bad, I think. I don't remember. You know. <laughs> Dispensaries are legal, dude. Come on. You check your number shit from like a year ago? Yes. Actually, wasn't that the bad Motorfinger episode you brought Alice Chains on, or am I mistaken? Um, I'd have to look. I don't freaking know. But, um, well, 
I had two honorable mentions for this CD because I fucking love this CD. Like it's it's not my favorite corn CD by any fucking means. By any fucking means. Fall the Leader is a much better CD. The one with Skrillex is a better CD, in my opinion. A couple of the ones that came out in the 2000s. But, all right, you want ballads and shit? The stuff they did in the 2000s had ballads. They had other like types of songs on them than just the same old shit. It wasn't until they made themselves that they started like diversifying their music a little bit. They had to have their name first. I mean, Jonathan Anderson's single CD he released is completely different than Korn. And it's actually really good. I got to bring it on here one time. But my first honorable mention was Ball Tongue. Because I just love the name of that song mainly. <laughs> and it wasn't bad. The guitars were good in that. Number six is Fake. Because I can think of so many people I know that song identifies with. It just, ugh, so many fake people in this world. Number five is Blind. Because how can I not be blind? Blind's one of their most iconic songs ever. And and just the way it opens up with the freaking like hi-hat and the freaking drums. Like, ugh, I love that fucking song. Number four is I Need To. That song hits you right in the feels every time you hear it. Number three is Clown, because that song's just fucking hilarious. I love that song, and I love the way it opens. Like, like the freaking nursery rhymes in and everything, too. It's like classic metal, almost. Number two is Faggot, because I love Jonathan Anderson's personal story behind that song. I love that he was called that all through high school for wearing, like, eyeliner and dressing like a goth emo kid before emo was a thing, really. But, I mean... That, that song is so much personal relations and when you just start screaming faggot in the middle of that song, it's just like, mm. like you feel his pain. And then number one, of course, was Daddy, because how could it not be Daddy? Daddy is iconic. He literally breaks down the end of the song and cries, which his actual father never did anything to him. He admitted that in an interview. It was a family friend or another relative that, did, that actually abused him. So that's why he wrote that song. And the tears at the end are very real because at the end of writing it, he just broke down and started remembering things. But I mean, it's just, it's a song that, especially in the 90s, need to be put out there, need to be put in the mainstream, I think. It touched on a very important topic and it needed to be fucking touched. Like, and the song is just creepy too. It's just so fucking creepy. It's just like, ugh. Like, hashtag kill your local pedophile. That's the way I feel. But I mean, I just. Daddy is just amazing song. And just the, hey, daddy, what are you doing? Like, it's just like, mm, the way it goes back and forth like that. Like, that's why Jonathan Anderson's a fucking great singer. Like, he really is. But he can do so many things with his voice. It's not even, I mean, the beatboxing alone, and when you get later in the career, it's just phenomenal. Phenomenal. Freak on Leash is one of the first times I ever saw Corn, And I think I was watching, like, in 1998, like, the top 100 music videos of the year. And I think Freak on Leash won that year as number one because the music video was fucking amazing when they're in that like room and the bullets are flying back and forth and everything. Like it's just, and just following the bullet through like all the scenes is just an amazing video. Like, I, I mean, I don't know. That, but Daddy is just an incredible fucking song. I love it. I mean, it, Jonathan Anderson said a lot of things in this CD that needed to be sang in the 90s before any of this stuff was really out in the open like it is now. You know, Epstein Island and all that bullshit. So, but what were your top five, Kevin? None. There's not one song on here that's a top five. Every one of those songs, I, did, I, I had nothing to say or comment. There's none. Of those. Freak on the Leash is probably the only one I liked, and that's, uh, and that's like a, a C- at best. Everything else, I just 
never. And I'm and the sad thing is I'm looking for stuff to find new stuff or even stuff that's old that I just don't that has made its way on my phone. I I hated every song on that album. So no, no top five for me. All right. Good to know that we ever have you back on the show, which we definitely should. But if we have you back on the show, I'm gonna reach outside the box to find something that I know I love that you probably never even heard of. So all right. Well, hopefully it's better than your taste that you've chosen tonight. It won't be. <laughs> Chanty, I've surprised <laughs> I've surprised you once or twice. Yeah, you know, the sun shines on a dog's ass every now and then. It shines on my dog's asses every fucking day. So but what if you're well what if you're a nudist and the sun shun, sun always shines in your ass like a dog all the time? So that's really not a fair comparison. Dude, if I could live in a news community, I so would. But I got kids and I'm not putting them through that. So, all right. Trust me, single me was looking into that at one point. Okay, sounds like someone's on the on the run from the law. Nah, just who do, who, who would want to listen where you can be naked twenty four seven? Like, come on, that'd just be awesome. No, with people that you don't want to see naked, that's the problem. Uh, I mean, I'm the type of person that likes to see like every female version naked, so I'm good. I got news for you, pal. It ain't just females you'll be seeing in those places. Oh, I know, I know. But but, but, in fact, probably way more dudes than women. So I I, I hate to burst that bubble. Oh, trust me. You're not bursting a bubble. I'm pretty damn sure of that. But I'm comfortable enough in the masculinity. But knock it out. Chanty, what were your top five corn songs? So uh, number five for me was uh, Daddy. Um, Really, motherfucker? Yeah. Yeah, really. How's the number five? Fucking easy. It's after four. <laughs> you dickhead. <laughs> Before six. Um, number four was uh, Faget, if you will. Oh, you're French. Yeah, yeah. Uh, number three for me was Shoots and Ladders. That is a damn good song. I'm just, it, it yeah, it's, it's 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 pretty good. I haven't actually listened to this album in a very long time, so it was easy same, for me to put same. stuff down. That's why I was excited about bringing it because I haven't listened to it like in full in so long. Number two was Clown. Yeah, and uh, number and number one was Blind. Mm-hmm. The fact that Blind was my number five, it just I, I honestly did not see that coming ahead of time. So I thought it was gonna be like the top two. I mean, because I, I grew up on the Corn Greatest Hits before I ever got into Corn Foley. So, I mean, Blind was on there. Uh, Shoots and Ladders on there, of course. Clown. Yeah. Pretty sure, pretty sure that's all that songs in this. They didn't want to put Daddy or Faggot on, I'm pretty sure. But they, uh, it was always on in the, the self titled album was always on in the weight room when I was in junior high. So, seriously? I always, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure in my weight room in middle school, they were playing like fucking 70s music. So, yeah, no, out here, fucking, they take that shit real fucking serious, and uh, you're gonna hear all types of different shit there. Well, nothing motivates you to live weights more than someone could just yell and faggot at you constantly. So, I suppose. And I mean, I just gotta say, the other the other reason that day was my number one is because he refuses to play it live. They, I don't think they ever played it live because he refuses. Like, and that says something. That says something. If like that song means that much to you that you don't want to play it live because you might actually break you down on stage, like that's 
That's fucking rough, dude. <laughs> That's fucking rough. But that means that it is about that time where we are going to go to Mr. Greif's album of choice for this week, which he actually tried bringing this on once before. And it, that person never showed up for the episode, so we had to go, we had to save it for, we had to put it back in the queue for another episode. But what album did you bring, Chansey, and why? I, uh, I brought Kill Switch Engages uh, as Daylight Dies. It's, uh, I'm a fan of the band. I've seen them. It's a good show. Um, I like both the singers. Personally, I always preferred Howard Jones a little bit more. But, you know, it's all good stuff. I, uh, I, it, I did what I always do, really. Every, every time we get something, I went to my liked playlist and hit shuffle. And my number one choice song came on. So I was like, oh, nice. So I went back to the album and uh, was like, yeah, I'm going to bring it. Fucking send it. Yeah, then. Well, before I get started on my shit, uh, Kevin, what do you think of Switch Engage? I thought it fucking sucked, too. I thought every song sounds the same. I couldn't get into it. I've heard the I've heard the mention a million times. Like, all right, cool. Let me just give it a shot, and man, there's nothing there I could I could wrap my hands around. So, you guys picked two that I thought, oh shit, I can't even. I don't even. There's not a debate here. There's like a well, your top five sucks versus my top five. I thought they all. I thought they. I thought that sucked. I I couldn't get into it. Nothing. Nothing struck me at all. And uh, you're you're choking to death. I guess that that, that kind of tips us off on where your thoughts are on this film, on the film, this film, this album. Yeah, it, 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 it was. For me. It was as annoying as corn. It was not, but I did not like it. Hey, I'll take it. No, no, no. no. <laughs> the, re- the reason I, the reason I'm coughing is because I just saw and had a little Princess Bride. But, uh, but I mean, now Kill Switch Engage. Besides CM Punk's theme song, I've never been a big fan, but his original theme song, but. This album is actually the one I think I owned in high school because it came out in 2006. And I'm pre- that was my senior year of high school. I'm pretty sure I owned this CD at one point or, or downloaded or something. I actually know I wasn't even really downloading music at that point because they were all virus ridden shits. But fuck Napster, fuck LimeWire, fuck FrostWire. <laughs> but I actually see Killswitch Engage, I like. I like the duality in their music where it's half like can barely understand it and then half like actually like him singing melodic with it like i like that with him but it's just i can't listen to them all the time i did listen to this album today because i the original time chancy brought on the show like i 
listened to it, obviously. And when they brought it again, I'm like, all right, I'll just go to the songs I hearted on Spotify and use those for my top five. Oh, wait, I hearted every fucking song on this album. God fucking damn it. <laughs> so <laughs> I had to listen to the whole album again. Actually, my top five changed completely from the original list I had uh, the first time I listened to it. So, or the five I picked from the whole album, which I recognize the song titles. So it worked. And I mean, Killswitch's Engage is not the Killswitch Engage is not the worst thing you ever fucking brought on the show, Jancy, by far. So I'll fix that. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Even surprised me lately was shit. So we'll see. Yeah, I, I've been able to skip group a couple times for that shit. So you know. But what were your top five in your own album, Jancy? So I had a uh, honorable mention, which was Reject Yourself. Uh, Number five was Break the Silence. Number four was uh, Still Beat Your Name. Uh, three was Daylight Dies, or As Daylight Dies. Uh, number two was My Curse. And uh, number one was This Is Absolution. I always liked that song. I actually didn't know that it was Kill Switch Engage at first because I had heard it through a third party. And I like that was the thing, like you were saying, how he switches from guttural to melodic. That was what caught my attention was the chorus going just full melodic. And, uh, you know, before that, I'd seen that done, but usually it's with like two people. Like Slipknot, yeah. Sure. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, I mean, that was my that was my picks for it. I. You know, my curse I picked because, you know, it's a good song and I enjoyed playing it on Guitar Hero back in the day when I was younger. <laughs> you know, you can't go wrong with Guitar Hero. No rock band, no uh, no slouch. Fuck yeah. Song. Yeah, for sure. Oh, Guitar Hero was a shit back in college, man. I fucking love that shit. College? Oh, I guess I'm dating myself now. All right, cool. <laughs> well, that's when the first one came out when I was my my first year of college. And I, that's when I bought the guitar and I bought every... Guitar Hero that came out for like pretty much all. I, pretty, I think I bought all of them actually at one point or another. It was a great game. I just I never got the newest one with the downloadable shit. Like I just never got I I lost my guitar by that point because I changed systems and then my wife's kid had a Wii stolen, so I brought mine over with Guitar Hero. And guess what? When she left to move to North Carolina, guess what? All of a sudden, vanished from the apartment. All my Guitar Hero equipment. So and my Wii. So yeah, fuck. That's where you get any day heroin act, but, but yeah. What were your what were your top five? Because switch engaged. If you have any, Kevin. None, zero, absolutely zilch. <laughs> absolutely <laughs> thought this album was terrible. Not my cup of tea. And that's again, it's not just it's none of none of those bands hit me at all. The ones that you guys suggested, it just I gave me a chance and nothing stood out. So, nada. All right, go. Oh. See, I'm almost looking forward to the challenge of you coming on again and having to pick. And now I'm like, I should get you to listen to and pick out five. All right. Well, don't hold your breath. <laughs> I got, all right. I got a question for the end that I think is going to help us be a little better prepared next time. But my, I did have two honorable mentions, Chancey, on the CD. I did. And you didn't mention number seven. Number seven was for you. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Number six would reject yourself because nice. Who, who hasn't done that in their young years? But number five was Daylight Dies because title track. It's awesome. 
Number four was Desperate Times. Fucking love that song. Number three is My Curse, because that song was fucking haunting. Number two was Eye of the Storm, which you didn't mention either. Yeah. I mean, the whole You Are Never Alone thing made me think of my wife. Like, that, if we actually got married at like our ceremony, that's actually one song I could see playing as my wedding song. Right on. I'm pretty sure my family looked at me like, what the fuck is wrong with this kid? But still, I would do it. And number one was Break the Silence. Yeah. Almost, I feel like it, I almost felt like I had implications like that was the same thing as daddy. Like, I almost felt like it was the same message almost. I mean, that's my possibly. But who knows? I always see lines with his own lines. That's part of being a paranormal podcaster. But so, yeah, I enjoyed Kill Switch Engage and I enjoyed listening to it again today at work for 40 minutes. So, but the question I have for Kevin now is besides certain grunge bands, mm-hmm. what is your music style that you actually like respect? Respect or like? I mean, that's, I don't respect, right. country, I, don't, I don't respect country music, so we can throw that shit right in the fire. Uh, neither, neither, neither of us do either, besides great we, older artist. We can move along then. What do you feel? I mean, like, what do I what do, do I like? I, I I love I love punk music. I love so like skater punk. Bad Religion and Nirvana, my two favorite bands of all time. <laughs> I love Pennywise. I'm Offspring. I'm so I have a soft spot for. I know I know. I met Noodles when I was doing stand up one night, and he's the nicest guy. And love them as uh, Offspring as a kid. Uh, Rise Against. So just a ton of like again skater punk ish music. I mean Metallica, Guns N' Roses fantastic all-time stuff acdc i saw the stones a few years ago on their last tour before charlie dropped dead i love i mean classical music i i really love and appreciate old school rap i fucking love let's not forget that uh, i even love house and electronica music i don't give a shit what you say i fucking love that stuff i go to vegas every nice. year go to the clubs i don't care it's fucking great that's the only that's the only brand of music i feel now that has still it, it, it's it's changing for the better. I.e., rap now sucks. It's not been good since Jay Z's The Black Album. Punk music. I haven't found any new punk bands to get a hold of, to embrace. It's been a real tough. And people keep throwing me suggestions. I just can't. It's just nothing's grabbing me. No have new real hard rock. Nothing. Nothing grabbing. Have you heard of Dog Fashion Disco or Polka Dot Cadaver? Say that again without mumbling. <laughs> have you heard of Dog Fashion Disco or Polka Dot Cadaver? Hold on, I'm writing this down. No, I haven't. Dogfish disco. Dog fashion. Dog fashion disco. Disco. Yep. And the other and one was polka, polka dot, dot cadaver. They're uh they're out of Baltimore. Well, originally. Okay. I'm not, I'm pretty I'm pretty sure they're all kind of somewhere else, but they uh it's kind of like an avant-garde. They have different Uh-oh. sounds. It's honestly, you might not like it, but that's okay because it's really not. It's not exactly for everybody. What What are they but, like? Yeah, what are they like? Let's Let's narrow that down. If I If I was going to compare it to anything, I would say, I always describe. I, I actually, that's not true. I always used to describe it as like a modern day Pink Floyd. Oh fuck! I Pink, hate Pink Floyd. No. Minus no. Minus the psychedelic, as far as like solid trip element that they had, that Pink Floyd had. Right. Like it's it's. Literally, you go from kind of a heavy metal, faster tone to it'll have like jazz elements. It'll have like horns and 
It's it, like I said, you gotta, it's, you gotta, you gotta check it out. It's kind of I'll a, give it a listen. Listen, I'll, I'll check anything out except gay sex. That's not my forte, but I'll uh, music wise, <laughs> music wise. I mean, I'll give it a listen. I may just end up bailing out after a few tracks of each, but listen, I'm just looking again. I'm trying to find new stuff. Cause again, it's sad. And if you don't count like DJs, if you count that the newest, and I use that in quotes band I have on my phone is pretty much like fucking rise against. And they're 20 plus years old. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they are in. I mean, you don't fuck. You don't fuck with underground rap, like, like people. Uh, well, I mean, I'm a juggalo, so I can name a lot. But I oh, mean, we can cut that car. We can cut this discussion right the fuck off with that juggalo. <laughs> That's funny. I don't. Why are you not sipping Fago and showing? Oh my God, you're on an FBI watch list. You're no, more. Keith, you're more I've never been arrested. <laughs> since, since, I, since I had that tattoo for the last seven years, I've never been arrested. So. Oh my god! All right, what what other underground rap besides uh, besides that are you offering up? Uh, <laughs> fuck! No. Do you like hardcore at least? Like violent like grave rap? like grave diggers? If you really want to go back and dig. Oh, I fu- I fucking love grave diggers. That was good. I remember that mm. when I was in high school. Just dated myself. I don't give a shit. Uh, okay, if you like grave diggers, um. It's all right. I'm, I'm saying it's, it's okay. I mean, you don't fuck with Hobson. I don't know what that is. Hobson. H O P S I N. I just turned a, one of our best friends, previous guests into it. And he is amazed by it. Like when I turned my album, I brought for him. So, I mean, Hobson is one of the better new rappers out there now. Like, I mean, he's been around since like 2009, but he's all right. He, I try get, I try getting into do MMF cause everyone loved him. I know he, and he died not long ah. ago. No. But I, I, I didn't, it didn't, it didn't strike me. It was too like diggable planets ish for me. I know it's a shitty comparison, but I can't think of, there's another one I, I can't think of. That'd be a better one. But that was the first thing that popped out when I couldn't think of the other one that didn't grab me. I mean, like, I'm, dude, give me the old Wu Tang, give me ultra magnetic MCs, give me f- Eric B and Rakim, run DMC. I'll, oh, I'll go down the fuck. Oh, uh, uh, Jungle Brothers, give me that old, give me that shit then. 90 stuff i'll i'll eat that up with a spoon backspin 43 on serious i'm on all the time there's just there's been nothing though i try it's oh, just, it's not Hobson might change that he's a new all right i'm all right i'll give it a listen but i mean i mean other than that i mean if you're not into the juggler scene i mean no, you're into the, no, if, no, you're, no. if you're not into like the hardcore like songs about killing people scene <laughs> Yeah, I can't. I can't relate to uh, ah. who, who who guzzle Mountain Dew Code Red Code Red that gets water. I I can't. Uh, yeah, I, I yeah, I don't I don't hate any people who don't like hardcore because it's not for everybody. It's really not. No, <laughs> but you have to be. I had to, it, it had to go through some shit in life to like that music. So, I mean, it's the bottom line. But, but are you playing? Are you playing the, the juggalo? Are you playing? Sorry, are you playing insane clown posse for your dogs? So that way they don't, they don't shut the fuck up and they're trying to escape. <laughs> no, if I was gonna play anything for my dogs, it would be Ale Storms for dogs albums, which are actually their songs. But are dogs, dogs barking? Yeah, I heard. I, I've heard of them. Yeah, which oh, I, is I brought Ale Storm on the show once. And it was it was only for Chanty because our guests never showed up that week. But I see a common theme here that people are. Uh, not showing up on your show. Well, the problem is we book. I book guests on the sites like I got you on, like uh-huh. month, months in advance, and then they end up like deleting their account or something, and they just never see the messages again. Oh, that sucks. I mean, it's people who want to guest on a podcast, and they realize like 
that some of them actually require work, and then I think they just kind of back out of it. <laughs> like you can't right. just come on a po- podcast and expect to talk random shit for an hour. Like it's there are those that exist, but a lot of them you're gonna have to like study something or focus on something. Like it's just gonna be. I never met many podcasters who were just like, "Oh yeah, come on, we'll talk random shit for an hour." And I've done those, and they sucked. <laughs> like you're sitting there in silence while they try while they try to think of topics. Like it's just, what's going on, David? Glad to see you watching, buddy. But all right. One more question before we wrap up, and I gotta ask: What about like older pop music? Like you know, like are you a Prince fan, MJ fan? George, uh, Michael Jackson, yeah. In fact, that was my first concert was the Michael Jackson Victory Tour. I was in my I was in, I was in the first grade, and oh, I, I was in bed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's all Joe's was older. Uh, I got my my dad was supposed to take my mom, but my brother got my baby brother got sick, and I got to go step in. It was it was my dad's like a a work trip. A work uh, client trip, excuse me, where to take clients out, and I got to pinch it and see probably one of the greatest tours ever. I was embarrassed to say it as like a teenager, but as an adult, I'm like I was that was at that show. People are like, holy shit, that's nuts. Prince, I, I I get it. I just doesn't it doesn't hit me. It doesn't. It, Prince oh. doesn't get me. He's talented as shit. It just doesn't speak to me. I, Again, I, I respect it, but not not my not my bag. I, I mean, as long as you respect it, that's all I ask. Like right. I mean. It wasn't my bag until we did a bracket for it on this show, and then it became my bag, and now I fucking love Prince. But all right, it just it went for. I just never had anybody introduce me to it for fucking thirty four years of my life. So you know, <laughs> this is what it is. But I mean, man. all right. Well, we're definitely gonna be back sometime. We, we might do a rap episode. We might have to because I we lack rap episodes in this show, and it kind of disappoints me. Well, you wouldn't have bands chosen like Killswitch Engage and Corn. I didn't think rap was in the top fifty genres that were ever on this podcast. We, I mean, we've done rap with actual rappers before. Like we've done rap, but it's just usually when I find someone that wants to rap on the show, it's 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 either that old school '90s stuff, '80s stuff, or it's horrorcore. Like if it's someone I know that likes rap, it's going to be a lot of them are going to be horrorcore people. But I mean, shit. Old we one of our one of our most listened to out uh, episodes was Snoop Dogg versus Dr. Dre I think was it no Snoop Dogg versus Ice no no Ice Cube was a different one I don't know it, I know it was Snoop Dogg I want it was all albums from '93 oh, oh no, yeah that was the one that was the one that I brought uh, oh that was that wasn't a rap show even that was the only person who brought rap in that show yeah I brought Snoop yeah. It was uh, Nirvana's in utero, and then you brought Snoop Dogg, and then I brought uh, Alice in Chains, Jar of, uh, not Jar of oh. Flies, the Jars of Dirt. So that was that episode. No, Jar of Flies is right. Yeah, yeah, Jar of Flies. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. That that was the nineteen ninety three episode. So I was hoping yeah. this episode. I was hoping this episode would actually be a nineteen ninety four episode, just to kind of like do a sequel. But Chancey fucked that. Nope. Up, so yes, I did. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> but Kevin. Where can they find you? Where can they find everything you do? Promote yourself to the fullest. I want you to go run, not walk, to your phone and your iPad or your computer or whatever the hell, your uh, your canary, whatever you use, and download Gutting the Sacred Cow, the best movie review slash movie debate podcast out there, where the guests pick films they find overrated or hate and try to convince us to see their argument. But here's a twist. Film must be widely beloved, critically acclaimed, or a financial success. So... I want to see people, you know, go back and listen to it. Go find you. I guarantee we've done your favorite film by now. People have tried to come on and do Apocalypse Now, The Breakfast Club, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. 
Batman, Batman Returns, The Dark Knight, Batman Begins, all three Indiana Jones films, Star Wars, Return of the Jedi. You'd be amazed at the list of people that hate these films or find them overrated. That's the other one, too. I guarantee you, go. you're going to hate listen or you're like, ah, fuck that film. I can't wait to hear the people try and tear that apart. That's what this is. It, 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 no one else is doing what I'm doing. Go to guttingthesacredcow.com. Go grab yourself a pretty sweet-ass shirt, mug, hat, bag, cell phone holder. Yeah, we sell those. Guttingthesacredcow at gmail.com if you want to say hi or advertise with us. At GTSC Podcast on Twitter. Gutting the Sacred Cow Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. As the Chinese continue to steal our personal information, way to go, guys. Uh, and that's the gist. At Kevin Goatee on Twitter, I write some funny stuff from here and there. And the fantasy football jibber-jabber, as you see behind me, that'll be starting back up in a few weeks as we talk NFL bets and fantasy football advice, all while being funny and not fake laughing over people like they do in the studios on all NFL pregame shows. And what TV shows have you been a host of? I'm curious about that. Comics, watching that. comics that was on for eight seasons oh, on Amazon right. Prime. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, I did, I, I did hear. And jibber jabber, and that's that's on YouTube. But yeah, the comics, watching comics was the big one. Yeah, I mean, that's big one in quotes. I I use that in quotes, by the way. This is not Breaking Bad here. We're talking, fellas. This is not, <laughs> this is not fucking Magnum PI or even the re- reboot of Magnum PI. This is fucking Amazon Prime here. So let's not go getting it twisted. Well, I mean, you can't really be the host of any of those shows, so there's no host. So. Well, listen, I'm still holding on for the prices right. I think Drew Carey's terrible. Uh, no one's going to touch Bob Barker, but I'm open and available. <laughs> Shit. I, That's valid. I want to see you have a fucking judge show the way you fucking are so quick to judge shit. Like, I want to see you have a judge show. Motherfucker, I just told you I have about 200 episodes where we judge movies on a podcast. So. I know. <laughs> I, I, no, I, I want to I see you in like a Judge Joe Brown, Judge Judy type capacity. Where you're oh, good. Him. Another comic like Steve Harvey sitting on the bench who has absolutely zero legal background. Uh, but I listen, I won't wear a shark skin suit. I can promise you that. Steve Harvey suits are legendary. Thank you. But... Why are you taking why are you taking credit for the Steve Harvey suits? I'm gonna take credit for them. I'm saying the legendary. <laughs> I just love busting your ball. I just love busting your balls. Oh, I, I, I wish I could I wish I could take credit for those. James is having a ball over there. I am. Oh. I'm 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 having too much fun with it. <laughs> oh, Chancey's over there fucking holding his ball tongue like crazy. But oh. but Chancey, where can they find you besides the main support groups I make you go to? Uh well, you know. Uh, Facebook at Chancy Grife. Oh shit! I get fucking let the secret out. Now they're all gonna find me. Um, on Instagram and TikTok is the Red Eye Table or Red Eye Round Table. My bad. And uh, X, now formerly Twitter, is uh, Red Eye Table. And then obviously this location here. Yes, XX maybe, but you can find both of us. What the fuck is that noise? Oh, okay. sounds like, it sounds like Megatron just blew a load in the sound, sound waves asshole. That's really what it sounds like. But, <laughs> but... Say, stop what you're doing. There you go. But you can find both of us on Jeremy Bryant Facebook, or which is where we stream, or you can find us on Uncensored, Untamed, and Unapologetic, U-Cubed, Podcast Collective Facebook group. You can find us on Twitter, or I mean, XX Baby, and the Gram as Agile Bastard. You can find us on TikTok as Agile Bastard Podcast. 
You can find us on YouTube as Maniacal Music Musings, or you can find us streaming on YouTube as Blind Knowledge Network, because all knowledge was blind until Chansey stepped into the super unknown. But we will be back, I believe, this Saturday with another episode, and I'm pretty sure this Saturday is the comedy album episode, so that's going to be a lot of fucking fun. We'll have to work on that coming up in the next couple of days, but until next time, your musers are out. We want to thank Kevin for coming on. It's been a fucking fun show. Go check out Gutting the Sacred Cow. I'm sure it's... I, I, I want to check it out. Because I want to see people... I want to see people... Do it, God damn it. Pull your phone out right now and fucking subscribe. Let's go. What are we waiting on? <laughs> I want to see people hate on Spaceballs and Princess Bride. That's like my fucking... What's your... Fe- let, let me ask you... I'll, let me ask you boys this real fast before you... I guess we're, we're coming at the end here. What's your favorite movie? Both of yours. Fuck. Um... <laughs> I couldn't even pick one, to be honest. Uh, yeah, yeah, you could spit out top five album songs from the fucking corn album here, but here we are. I uh, mean, I have to write something down. I mean, shit. There's I times mean, where Jeremy brings absolute trash, and I'm like, well, I had to fucking pick something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it's, give, me, give me like your top three each, then, if, if it weren't uh, too hard. Endgame, Revenge of the Sith, or Revenge of the Sith's one of your favorites. It is. Oh, but Christ. Oh, I, I love, I, right. I love, I love hating Christensen's acting. Um, or I lo- Scott- sorry, go ahead. The third one, I don't even fuck. Um, third one, okay. The Birdcage. Jesus Christ, how eclectic is that? <laughs> by the way, by the way, someone did come on the podcast and did Endgame, so have a have a listen to that oh, one. I I know a motherfucker who hates Endgame, Freddie. Okay, Freddy. Hashtag okay. FYF, fuck you, Freddie. Chancy, what do you have? Episode so- three. For one of them, I'd have to say, for personal reasons, honestly, just not nothing that's super popular. I'd say Hellraiser is one of them. Oh God! All right. It, I'm mostly just because you know, it's one of the it's one of the first monster movies that the monsters aren't the ones that are dressed up in leather and fucked up looking. It's the other people. Right. Um. Shit, man! Like I couldn't even stop and think of. Of three movies that you haven't already mentioned that are widely critically acclaimed or even, you know, super deep cuts. Cause like obviously I'm a big horror fan, so like obviously another one would be like the Texas Halloween. Chainsaw Massacre. Halloween solid for sure. Okay. But like sure. um, has, they, has anyone done it yet? The new one. Yes. We've only, had a, we've, uh, had a few, we've only had a few horror films because so few horror films qualify because they're all shit. I mean, the, the ones that were done were Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, oh, God. I'm blanking on it now. Uh, um, the first the first Jordan Peele film. Oh, Get Out. Get Out was done. Yeah, Get Out, yeah. And I'm I'm blanking on the... And there's, God, I think that was it. I'm blanking. I have, I have to go look, but... Yeah, horror films as a whole. Again, there's only I, I'd only would accept the first Halloween, and that's it. There are, are no other Halloween. The Saw, but that's not even a, that's not even a horror film. That's a that's a suspense drama, you know. That that's not horror. Poltergeist. That would another count. one I like was Aliens. Not a horror film at all. Alien. No, no, no. Say. I'm just saying, as far as like oh, films yeah, that oh, I enjoy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking Aliens is fucking great. I, as I said before a million times, Alien is the better movie. Aliens is more entertaining. For sure. I, I oh. dug. I, I like the whole series pretty much. I mean. Oh really? I think the newer stuff kind of sucks, but you know. 
Part three sucked, and after that, it was just a precipitous nosedive. One and two are fucking amazing. One and two are solid. I like yeah. the director's cut for three. Three That that was a lot better because the studio fucked up Fincher's, uh, David Fincher's fucking yeah. original cut. I'm not a fan of any of the Alien movies, really, so yeah. But, um, I mean, I like I like, I like like Covenant, but that's about it. That's about it. Prometheus was okay, mm. but that's my personal opinion. I, I, the original movies are just so fucking boring to me. But if I want to see a, if I want to see a knocker looking woman walk around a fucking spaceship for a lot of time, I'll find a lot of movies like that. I'm sure. But huh. just watch Doctor Who. I mean, I love Doctor Who, but that's what a lot of it is. But Great. actually, you guys should do TV shows too. Nope, that's not the show. Thanks for your advice. <laughs> well, <laughs> might just steal your idea for TV shows. <laughs> That's going to take – someone actually said that in, in, in jest. I'm just, again, I'm fucking around. I mean, we can do it in a movie. You know, most movies are obviously an hour and a half to three hours. Let's call that that. Do you want to sit there and watch four or five seasons of a show to try and gut that? No, you do not. Do you, I've seen, I've do you want to try and – if someone says a Simpsons overrated, are you going to sit through a 30-year <laughs> rewatch period? No. Well, I mean, I wouldn't rewatch them regardless, but I've seen 30 years of it for the last 30 years yeah. multiple times. So, right. I mean, it's just, it is what it is. I mean, fuck. I would love to have someone come on a show and try to fucking down talk Trailer Park Boys. I would fucking tear them a new one. But, oh. cool. Trailer, uh, oh, Trailer Park Boys is amazing. But, your musers will catch you next time, folks. And we, once again, thank Kevin for coming on. It's been an amazing fucking show. And thank we'll definitely get back to our rap edition of this. And until next time, peace out. And like Kevin said, like and subscribe wherever you're watching or listening. Thank you.
Oh, <laughs> no.